3: Hey
2: guys, I'm so excited to announce that this episode post intervention featuring Succella Fears is now currently on YouTube. If you would like to continue to listen to as a podcast, go ahead, fast forward, whatever is your life. I don't give a fuck. Do what you wanna fucking do. But if you're into videos and shit and you wanna see us interact during our Zoom call, you can go on youtube.com slash brocotherapy and Literally see the whole episode instead of just listening. You can watch it. Up to you. Whatever you want to fucking do. Either way, please enjoy. Hi, this is Stephanie Megan. Megan. You're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. (laughs) Therapy is too expensive. You're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Girl Therapy. Um. Oh my God. Do you have a drink?
3: I don't. I have water.
2: Oh, good for you. I mean, it is like two thirteen in the afternoon on a on a Wednesday, so I don't blame you.
3: Also, I'm afraid of becoming an alcoholic, oh, okay. so I keep my substances to a minimum when I'm going through tough times.
2: That's true. I actually have not really been drinking. I'm just drinking
3: because it's just the for the show. And, like, I mean, I would drink wine, but it's not chill. I didn't think about it. But um, I also, every time I've drink, drink during quarantine, I have gotten a hangover. So. Oh,
2: that's how you know you get it. old oh, girl.
3: <laughs> I also don't know how to pace myself. So, yeah. there's that.
2: I got some fireball on me.
3: Yeah, let's, let's do it, honey. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. This is so weird. This is, like, the first time I'm doing this, like... I like and it. I'm
2: staring at you. You're not here with me.
3: <laughs> yeah, this feels weird. I feel like I'm in my own virtual studio. Right. You look cute, though.
2: Thank you. You look great. Well, hi, guys. It's me, Stephanie Megan, your host of Brokal Therapy. And guess the fuck what? <laughs> I got Sixella Fears not in the house. She's in her house. <laughs> I like we, that. Yeah. We're cor- currently. Look, I just took a shot at Fireball. We are currently in quarantine um, and I'm actually on hiatus on the show, but I just decided to to do this. And who better than to do it with than you? You know, the OG. Like, the OG. The OG. Okay, that's the thing. So a lot of like you TikTokers who, who found me on TikTok, Virgo Therapy is a new show to you, but it's been yeah. around for about four years and of Fears has literally been here since the very fucking beginning.
3: I have. Don't get shit twisted, y'all. Yes. I I am that bitch. I am the recurring guest on this show. You you that bitch. Just cause you don't see no videos of me yet don't mean nothing. I've been here. <laughs> I'm a i am got hella videos. It's okay. just like
2: they're in the archives, they'll come out. They'll come yes. out slowly. Yes. Yeah. And then also a disclaimer you guys I'm in my new place and my windows are not soundproof so you'll be hearing some busy noise but that's okay we just out here figuring it out you know what mm-hmm. I mean?
3: But it it's also, an like, unprecedented time in many ways. Yes,
2: yes. And I think this is also like an opening to a new era. And I felt like it was better to do it with you because this is the first episode
3: I'm recording at my new place. I know. No more dungeon. This is crazy. No more dungeon. Like, I could breathe. Yeah. Like, I could open the windows. Z- you actually have a... W- well, you did have a window. But,
1: but there was opening no screen. It, yeah.
3: <laughs> opening it didn't really help anything aside from when it was hot. Right. And then when <laughs> I opened it, it
2: was the floor because it was like the basement. You know? It would be yeah. like the floor when I would open it and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck is going to be crawling by. <laughs> terrified so I always kept it closed and now I have like some fresh air and some fresh sunlight and it feels good I feel like I'm like mentally you know just in a better place because it's just small things you know yes yes and also I want to give like a shout out to Lipstick and Vinyl I'm now a part of the network and it's a network of like all women who are just like storytellers and bad bitches so I'm really excited about that that's the first time I've been a part of like a network Cause I've been just, I've been doing this independently for, this is like four, it's gonna be four years in September this year. So. That's
1: insane.
3: Like, holy fuck. That's like, insane. Like, what wow. is my life? Yeah. Wow. I love this for you.
2: Thank you. Yeah. I congratulations
3: love Congratulations on this yeah. monumental new step.
2: I know. I mean, I mean, it's like such a tough time to like be in this you know, I mean, I don't think I don't know what I'm saying. Anyway, <laughs> I think that like fireballs hitting me. I've not been drinking, so I've just been like not knowing how to handle my shit. Mm. Need another sip. Okay, So Congratulations, guys. Because I've been in quarantine, bitch. <laughs> I decided to get on TikTok. Yes. And TikTok is amazing because I really just posted my videos because I just was bored in quarantine in bed. And, and now it's really reached an, a wider audience. And a lot of that audience is now being like newly introduced to brokeral therapy. And I'm getting like hella questions. Like, yeah, you know, like, why are you on a hiatus? Uh, why, like, why can't, why can't I watch the full videos on YouTube? And the real, the answer to like the why you can't watch the full videos is because unlike some other shows this is like a one-man production team
3: <laughs> She doing it all <laughs> herself okay
2: <laughs> yes so i you know a lot of the snippets that you see on tiktok were just like previews that we guys will listen to the episodes but because i've been getting a lot of questions and requests i am going to start editing and putting stuff out on youtube so please stay tuned for that
1: yes
2: yes and then Okay, bitch. So here, let's get down to business. I had to get all of those, like, announcements. It was, like, school announcements where you have to get that shit out of the way. Now we in
3: class.
2: Now we in class, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about some things. Yes. (laughs) So, like, okay, so I posted up an episode with Jess, and it was just, like, about quarantine and chill. I actually took it down because, I don't know. And a lot of people were like, okay, this is cute, but we want to know what happened after the- Like,
3: get to a good shit.
2: Yeah, like, the intervention episode. Which literally like so many women have reached out and been like, I needed that, you know?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And
3: girl. Fill us in, sis. Fill us in.
2: Yeah. Um, and the intervention episode it was a two hour long episode. And we talked about my breakup with my boyfriend and how we got into a Twitter fight and you and Jess literally like how would I totally you describe in your own words, Alex? Or six? How would you
3: Honestly, I hadn't been that fired up about somebody and about something on yeah. Twitter since I was in high school, because I've had Twitter that long. Mm-hmm. Um, it was different. I was ready to fight.
2: You were. And that, <laughs> I was I ready think, to
3: fight. I think... That, <laughs> I was ready. <laughs> yeah. I think that's
2: why that, like, episode resonated with a lot of people, is because, like, it was more than just, like, the breakup with with me and Morgan. It was more about the friendships that were, you know, the, the bond and, like, how you guys were backing me up and had my back no matter what. But also told me, like, yo, like, you could have done this differently, you know? Yeah, I think
3: when I think back to that episode, I remember going into it with a certain emotion and leaving the episode completely different. Because I thought I was going to go in and be – on Morgan's ass but we were on your ass. I know. And making you take up ownership for the shit that you did yeah. that we necessarily didn't know about. So I thought it was it turned out differently than I expected, but I think that it was necessary and I remember like you saying like you got comments like we need like I need friends like them and I think it was right. it was a it was a multifaceted episode because it was about your relationship and about us like um Intervening on your behalf, but then it turned it turned out being about our friendship, but about how honesty and right. like being open with each other is like the best way. Because you know, I don't think I not, me and Justin expect to go in the way we went. No, in. <laughs> but yeah. it was necessary.
2: It was, and I think that was the that's why it was a two hour episode because we're like we're not done here. <laughs> yeah,
3: like, <laughs> there's like, this no is limit. Not to over entry. with. Yeah,
2: right. And I'll be honest, like after I did the episode, like I just I cried. much I went to bed and I just cried really yeah because it was like I mean obviously with the whole breakup and you know like the fact that like he just you know I knew I fucked up um and it was also just kind of I think what like resonated me the most was realizing my Mm self-worth you know um and what that meant I mean I think that you hear the the word self-worth a lot but well, people we were like, just know your self worth. But like, do you, like, I think at that moment it really hit me like what that actually meant,
1: mm. you know? Yeah. And
2: um, So I, I feel like it wasn't even just this relationship that made me kind of like analyze what that meant, but like just looking at the past and everything, you know? Mm-hmm. And I felt like I took a lot of time with myself to kind of, to reassess like like what that actually means.
3: What self-worth means? Yeah.
2: And like I think it's a
3: personal definition. So that's good that you took the time to think about it, what it means for you. Right, right.
2: And like exactly. And what not even just what it means, because at first it's like, you know, I get myself ready every day, I work out, I eat right, or I got a great job. It's like it's not even about that. And like I think one of the things that you said was about what you do with that when you know you have scenarios like men who mistreat you and how much, you know, you take them back or whatever and like, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and then I guess, yeah, so I kind of, I thought a lot about that and I also thought about a lot of like how my actions affected somebody else's because one of the things was like why we got into a huge, you know, argument was because I decided to go see my ex for the sake of content. And he was like, yo, that's not cool. Like you told me not to talk to any of my exes and I do that for you. And here you are like, Mm -hmm. you know, like (laughs) not following what you're preaching. Yeah. And so I kind of reflected on that, reflected like, I think a lot of times like I've done episodes that have been like, oh my God, like this dude did this to me, but like maybe not fully really thought about what I did to make that person do that, you know, Mm -hmm. like how I could have been, how, some, how i could have been toxic
3: you know yo that is like, a whole we, word we talk about
2: other people's toxic traits what are your fucking toxic traits no about?
3: seriously i think yeah that like honestly that right there is for me being your friend it's a beautiful moment to hear you say that because right. me myself i've had to come to in my dating life i've had to had to really look at myself and be like okay right. what how do you play like a role in what happens to you?
1: Because right.
3: we can't always play victim, and not everybody is toxic. Sometimes people, what you deem toxic, is somebody's reaction to your toxicity. So exactly. then, how, like literally th- looking at that and like being honest with yourself about right. it, and like you know, I think that really ties well into self, self, self worth. And I'm glad that you, yeah.
1: I'm glad that you came across that. Thank you. Thank well. you.
2: So it was, it was and that's why I cried. Because it was also, like, at the same time when you have two of your, like, closest friends, like, telling you, like, putting a mirror to your face and being like, bitch.
3: This shit ain't easy. <laughs> this shit ain't
2: easy. Like, it's a lot to dissect. So naturally, like, I cried. I had to kind of, like, like yeah. feel, like, every feeling and to, to rethink everything, you know. Um, I mean, I, I will say there are some things maybe I didn't fully uh, agree on. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the biggest things I didn't agree on that was like said in the episode. And here's the thing. I don't blame you guys for thinking or saying it, you know, it all came from a good place. So, one of the biggest things that I've, I just really disagreed on was the fact that like mine and Morgan's relationship was toxic, Mm
1: -hmm. you know,
2: and that, um, and that it should be like, relationship should be easy. should be patient. It should be kind. Mm -hmm. And yeah, those, those, those are factors that matter in a relationship but sometimes like you 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 do disagree and you do things that that fuck up and you have to realize like it's about how you how you're able to pull through versus Mm -hmm. you know because it's like it'd be different if like we were abusive like if he was like we were like hitting each other you know verbally abusive or you know just doing really fucked up shit to one another I just think that we just like acted on impulse and didn't think things through yeah
3: you know? I I think as far as I think that there's just like it's been normalized mm-hmm. for relationships to have this sense of struggle in them right and I think that that's where we were because I don't remember saying that but I remember I, I do
2: yes I can, I don't know well, I, do, I, think been Jess.
3: I do know that there is A lot of people associate, well, if I'm struggling with this person, then that means that there is bliss on the other side of that struggle. And I think that for us and for your situation, as I can remember it, it was more so like you don't have to like things don't have to be tough all the time like there needs right. to be a, there's a balance obviously relationships are not rainbows and peaches that's not what it is right re- a relationship especially when you're learning of new person like mm. you're going to go through times where you guys don't disagree and stuff like that but i think that when the talks when the when the negative outweighs the good then it it's something where you might have to be like okay maybe this is toxic because if everything if we can't have a simple disagreement and it's always turning into a fight because there's a difference between a fight and a disagreement now if you guys can't agree to disagree then that might be something you want to look at but if it's something where it's always negative or like because a lot of people believe it or not like i was having a conversation with a friend recently she was saying how she is attracted to the pain like she's addicted, I mean, who, yeah. you know, to the pain because she grew up seeing pain and seeing that that's what love looked like. So I think, I think it was Jess that said it, it might've came from a, from a standpoint of like, love does not have, struggle does not equal love and love does not equal right. struggle. I think right. that's where she
2: was right. coming from. No, a hundred percent. And I agree to that. But I, I remember my best friend Nina also told me, cause I think sometimes I do kind of like um, fear, like you know the pain or the heartbreak or you know the end of things Um, my friend nina stated she's like the thing about love is like yeah like love shouldn't be painful and obviously again there's like there's a spectrum of that if it's abusive it's toxic obviously end it you know but like but even even healthy relationships go through some pain
1: for sure and
2: um and she she said something that really like changed my life and resonated with me but was that love will always end in pain whether it's in a breakup someone's cheating someone even dies you know and it's like we can't be scared of that just have to kind of embrace every moment that you have with this person Mm -hmm. and so i'm like okay so no matter what you know like falling in love with someone and being in a relationship like yeah whether this person dies or i die or you know the relationship ends it's gonna it's gonna end in pain but it's 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 the beauty is it is just you know is living through that you know
3: and and the time that you shared I recently Mm -hmm. um have changed my view on relationships period like I used to think like yeah I want a forever partner but if you think like for me if you have the perspective of I'm gonna find one person that I'm gonna live the rest of my life with that ending pain is gonna hurt more because you envisioned a life you set us. You set like you. You set the relationship on a pedestal. So right. you and and as we all know, life is about constant change. So okay. there are going to be phases, and then there's also like the person that you met is not going to be the same person that you end with. And right. everyone comes into and that's your so life.
2: Scary. That's such a so scary it thought. It is. And, because, and the fact is, like we can be that person too. Yeah, and we are going to be that person.
3: It's. Like I know. For me, I'm changing literally daily. Right. And so, like, how, I think that that we romanticize the idea of like people and relationships and have this fairy tale-ness to it, but if we started to look at it in a real way, I think that's that a relationship with, with a significant other, we look at it differently than a relationship with our mom, our dad, our friends. They're all the same type of relationship. The only thing that changes it is sex. Um, yeah. and if you hold them to the same kind of standard, I think that our view on things ending like yes, if your parents that you're gonna be devastated the same, and it would be the same way as if your significant other de- um, were to pass away. But like same. we don't, we don't look at it that same way. So me, right. I've, I've decided to look at relationships and people and experiences as like everyone is in your life for a reason or a season,
1: and
2: a reason for a, or a season, girl.
3: Yeah, and if you yeah. if you look at it that way, and you just maximize the time that you have them, the pain is going to be there. But then you realize, you know that person served their purpose or like try to figure out what that purpose that they served in your life. Like, what did you learn from them? Then it'll kind of ease that pain. And then you don't have to feel so tied. So, so like lifelong bound to everyone. Cause then you're going to be in a world of pain, you know? Right. So yeah, that's my, that's my new perspective on like love and relationships, like realizing that the people are on loan to you. Right. They're not and I think we all have a dispossessive nature about relationships and about the people our significant people. It's like, well, others. you
2: love me, so you have to be here forever. And
3: that's not true.
1: No. <laughs> it's not true. No, no,
3: no. <laughs> and it sucks, but yeah. that's, that's that's just, just that's reality.
2: Like, right. And I think it's just like coming to peace with
3: that. You know? Yeah. I've definitely started to come to peace with it. And especially because you don't know when it'll happen. So like you said, maximizing those times, like when you, if you do get in a fight with someone that you love, then, then you know, the next day, making sure you be like, you know what, we're going to watch that. Not going to bed mad with whoever your mm-hmm. significant other is. Just really not letting the negative outweigh the good and just making the most <laughs> of the time that you guys have together.
2: Right. Uh, you know, what's crazy. It's coming full circle because when we first, when I first started the show and you came on and like one of the first episodes, we talked about friends with benefits.
3: Yeah.
2: And then like, now we've like evolved to like talking about this.
3: Oh child. I think about who I was back then. Wow. I
2: think about who I was back then too. And I was a dumbass.
3: Yeah. But we all like, you know, I was a, sa- I was like uh, a. savage. A Talks savage. <laughs> I was definitely a savage back then, but it was all a defense mechanism
2: that 100%. i didn't realize and yeah i didn't realize that until honestly i started dating morgan because i, I felt like you know like we don't we'd call ourselves like bougie hoe you know we get into situations like friends and benefits or just like any just stupid situationships that don't matter that are so surface level yeah because it was it was in order for us to protect ourselves because we didn't want to come off as like I feel like there's like this trend for a while that was like you don't want to come off as clingy or that you don't want to commitment. Yeah. Or you wanna love someone. Yeah, like what's wrong with wanting to love? Like, we are humans. Okay. Yo, I
3: remember around that time when you started the podcast was such a it was a toxic time for the world. Like it was cute for girls not to wanna be in love, to wanna play guys. And now I look at it and I'm like Nah, but it's sexy to be vulnerable. It's sexy yes. to actually like someone and to like wanna be around them and like actually wanna like grow with someone. Like that's a that's a sexy thing. Like it is out, a sexy here just, thing. out here just out here just just fucking and doing all that, like that's actually works for you. <laughs> and I think
2: this quarantine is actually a great, great example of how important it is for human interaction and yes. how gross it is for us to even hold hands. You know what I mean? Like, to be out, like, it's. Just, uh, I, mean, I, I love it I I'm can. just saying, because it's like, you <laughs> have to be careful now, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, yeah. I've been very, like, anxious and having to, like, wash my hands every, like, 10 minutes. Like I'm, Yeah. It, and I have hand sanitizer on day. I've just been, like, psycho.
3: It's fine. <laughs> Whatever. It's a, we don't have to get into that. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, my viewpoint's a little different, but okay. Yeah, yeah. So that, I that'll think, be a whole rabbit hole.
2: But I, I think what, yeah, I don't want to get into it. Because <laughs> I can get it. I'm like scared. Um, I'm not scared to get it. I just, I don't know. Now I'm like scared of germs. Mm. It's like weird. I've just become a little germaphobic. But um, anyway, <laughs> uh, what, what were we saying? Okay, so post intervention, everyone is like, what the fuck happened? And yeah. I'm pretty sure for those who have been following me on Instagram for a while has saw that eventually Morgan came back to life again. <laughs> and everyone was like confused. Like, I,
3: I don't understand. Y'all, like, I was a part of the confusion. The yes. To I, I was, to like, nobody. Just,
2: just a minute ago, you were crying and did a whole ass episode. You just preaching, and say like, I'm never getting back with him. Mm-hmm. I didn't hear you are being like, Hello, baby. you know,
3: it, it'd be like that.
2: It'd be like that. And <laughs> and then I think for a while, like, I, I, I obviously knew how stupid I would look. <laughs> like, I, I understood that. Um, so I just kind of didn't feel like putting out anything because I, I just wanted to live in it and understand, you know.
3: You wanted I'm, to enjoy that season. Yeah,
2: I wanted to. And I think... The reason that this goes back to like why are you on hiatus um, It's because well one it wasn't because necessarily because of Morgan is because of work, um, and I was I mean now I don't I'm unemployed <laughs> temporarily unemployed. Yeah. But, um, but I was working two jobs on top of having this show and on top of managing my social life and my relationship. So it, I, and, you know, I love putting my heart and soul into this. And when I do an episode, I like pour everything in it and it's amazing. It does feel good, but you know, I am not just a show. And I think that you also said this to an episode, like I am not like, Harry Bradshaw could get off off set and she's Jessica, Sarah Jessica Parker and she could do her own thing in private. Mm-hmm. You know, like, <laughs> like, I, yes, I'm Stephanie Megan, but I'm also a fucking human being and sometimes I need a break from just not putting everything out there and I just wanted to relax. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so afterwards, anyway, going back to, I have like ADD, I think, so I like tend to go in like circles.
1: <laughs> <was> I, <laughs>
2: it's
3: your time.
2: Yes, um, but going back to what happened post intervention episode, uh, we literally got back together the day after it was aired.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, It'd it be, like it be like that.
2: It'd be like that. I'm just like, oh my god! <laughs> and it's funny because it's like I ended up getting my period the next day, and you know when you like get your period, you're like,
3: oh, like this is <laughs> That's why I was why gonna- I've been <laughs> emotional.
2: And I'm just like, damn, like now everyone just knows how crazy I am, you know. I love um, that. Yeah. So yeah, I was I was hella emotional. That obviously fed into to, you know, why it was an emotional episode. But um yeah, so we decided to get back together and I don't know if 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 any of you guys remember, but he did go on Twitter, he deleted all of his tweets that he was, you know, um, talking shit about me. <laughs> and he apologized and I think you know um him listening to the episode because as soon as I I put it up he listened to it right away and he he admit to his to his wrongdoing and took everything down and apologized and literally said you know I was wrong I'm uh, publicly apologizing because I you know I did this publicly so, but I love you, you know. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and at first and
3: I was like, hey. shit, I am following his ass. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> I mean, but I knew. I mean, I still don't follow him because I it's a little too close for. I don't ever want to get. I don't you know, guys I wanna, ever
2: become like super cool friend. You know. I, no, no, I don't
3: ever want to get into some into one of my friends' relationships like right. I did. I didn't like, like that. Follow
2: I, and unfollow, like, like every I time just, you
3: break up and make up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I just felt like like it was just I was a little too in it. I, I remember I, I remember telling but you like really I felt like
2: it. A, you really felt it. Like yeah. here's the thing about you is like you like. It's like you hurt someone. If anyone hurts someone you love, you're just like, you hurt me. Like, I'm fucking pissed. Like, you pulled the shit on me. I like cheat, kill,
3: and steal for my bitches. Don't play with me. I am trying to go. For me,
2: like, I'm the same way, but my tactic is I'm still going to be friends with you because I'm going to stalk you for the sake of my girlfriend.
3: You know what? (laughs) A lot of my friends are like that, and I don't like it, but I get it. Okay. Yeah. I get it. Like, if I, like, it's so funny. I've had my friends follow guys. And after I stopped dealing with them, bitch, stop following him. But they'll still do it <laughs> or still be following that person. And I get it. It's just so you still have insight and you still have ammo. But mm-hmm. for me, I'm out of sight, out of mind. Because if you're right. still in my face, I'm going to be irritated by you. So I think it's just – and you know me, I'm crazy. But anyway, finish the story. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but, I mean, you had every reason. It's really well – I was trying to, you know, yeah. back you up there. Yeah. Um. <laughs> That's what you're like, I'm him and everything. But yeah, so he tweeted that and I was like, at first I was like, I ain't almost on to that. Fuck yeah. Yeah, he better. Being stubborn. But I'm going I'm to stick to it because I'm going to look dumb as hell if I go back to him. So I, you know, but my heart was like, talk to
1: him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: So I did. We talked. Um, and to be honest, I can't fully remember. It was a while ago. That was like back in December and it's now like almost May. Right? what time was it like the 20th yes yeah,
3: april 20 something
2: holy shit yeah so we it, it was like four months ago holy fuck yeah so that was a while ago um but i remember the conversation what it really came down to was you both owned up to our faults mm.
1: um
2: and i think and he he, he admitted and he was like, you know, I'm actually really embarrassed. He's really embarrassed that he, like, went on Twitter and behaved the way that he did. (laughs) And I was like, I don't want to ever ever go on Twitter because he's just like, I I don't want to do that. Um, But he was honestly truly, truly embarrassed, I remember. And I was like, yes, you better be embarrassed, motherfucker. Um, And he, you know, he was just like, what was he saying? Yeah, he was truly embarrassed. Oh, my God, am I losing my train of thought? What's wrong with me? my God. See, it was a while ago. But he did say that he acted the way that he did because as soon as he saw me, like, sub him and saying that I was going to put up an episode, he, you know, was telling me, like, I remember him saying exact words, like, I felt so betrayed, you know, the moment that I thought you were putting up an episode. I thought you were to go on there, bash me. He's like, I trusted you with my deepest, darkest secrets, my insecurities, and I just thought you were just going to go up there and just, like roast me and make me like you know an asshole and whatever and he's like i've trusted you with everything and i just felt so betrayed by someone that i really loved you know Mm. and and that's why i reacted the way that i did because i felt like you know he felt like he wanted to hurt me in that sense and like make me look dumb. that's why he was saying stuff like why are you guys gonna trust advice from a i don't know he was just saying all this shit because he was just trying to like find ways to like bring me down but i was like no, and at the end of the day it just made him look dumb as hell and he realized that you know because like I, that wasn't my point of doing the episode if you guys heard the episode like it if i i looked bad
3: (laughs) you know
0: and
2: like yeah
3: the episode did not come out how we thought it would no
2: it was not it was not bashing morgan it was bashing
3: me yeah (laughs) uh in the the most loving way possible (laughs) yeah in the most loving way possible
2: but but the thing is it's like my intentions were to never go on this show and to be like, fuck him, he's a fucking asshole. Like, maybe I might say those things out of anger, but, but in actuality... Not to
3: publicize it, that's not you.
2: Right, exactly. Like, when I do this show and I come on, like, I come on being like, this is how, this is what happened, and this is how I feel from it, you mm-hmm. know? And it really comes a lot from, like, feelings and, oh, my God. But, like, I, you know, but also at the end of the day, I owned up to my shit. Yeah. I wasn't on there being like, he's a complete asshole. I didn't do anything. I went on there and was like, I fucked up. You know, mm-hmm. um, and I did this, and I'm sorry, and I know that I'm not perfect i never no, I never come on here trying to make it like that I'm perfect, and I got it all together because i I don't't <laughs> <laughs> <It doesn't>. like <laughs> therapy like i ain't come on here acting like I already got therapy like yeah, no. <laughs> I need it, so yeah. I'm own up to my shit um and so he you know he you know immediately felt bad about it, and of course, I apologize for the way, you know, to not think, and that's the thing is, like, I, yo, and y- you and I could both, like, relate in, in this way, like, I've been single for so long, Boy, <laughs> <Girl. laughs> like, when you're single and you're independent as much as, like, me and Alexis were, or are, um, and I'm, but I'm gonna speak on my behalf because I'm not gonna speak on behalf of you, but, like, <laughs> But for me, like for how single I was for 10 years and having to take care of myself and look out for myself, think for myself, like survival mode, you know what I mean? And I haven't been able to like share my feelings and share life with somebody, you Mm -hmm. know, as a partner, like and when you're in love with someone and when you're in a relationship, it's like. I mean, as simple as it sounds, like, you know, you're, you're supposed to be compassionate towards one another. You're supposed to, like... It's harder know, than it sounds. Right, like, you report to one another and make sure, like, you good, I'm good, we good, you know, and, like, don't hurt each other's feelings and shit. Like, and I just was, I was so used to being, like, you know, I started the show, and I'm like, ooh, that's good content. I'm going to do it.
3: And, like, mm-hmm. not thinking, like... Yeah. How your content could hurt your significant other.
2: Yeah, and that was the moment that I was like, holy shit, this is just like a... And that's why I need to also take a step back, you know, from the show, because I was like, holy shit, I've been doing this in a really single way, and I've never done this in a relationship. Like, I don't know how to
3: manage this. Yeah, the content... Your content was about your life as a single woman. Right. Now you have to pivot and make your content
2: about... Right, and it was just... It just naturally was that, because that was just my life like Mm -hmm. I I never you know like I haven't been in a relationship in a really long time and I was dating like everyone in Los Angeles (laughs) (laughs) and so it was like this yeah this moment was like whoa I'm in love like I found love now what you know Mm -hmm. but it's like but the thing is is like what I've realized is like just because I found love doesn't mean I'm fixed you know mm. and i'm like what is this show about do i just want to constantly just talk about being a hoe on
3: here mm.
2: is that what's important you know and i had to like really dissect that and i'm like no that's that's actually not important yeah you know, and, like, and I mean, I'm, I'm happy that I've talked about it and lived it. That's just not it. your stage in life
3: anymore. It's, That's it's what just it not is. not who I am. Because that is important. It, is, it was important for the time, but right n- now the time is different. So it's kind of like, okay, what content are we talking about now? Like, what? What? I'm talking about is- how you're navigating through your relationship. Like, yeah, you know? Yeah,
2: and, and I'm like, do people, like, am I boring now? Because I love someone and all I want to do is just fucking, like, talk to him right now, you know, like, am I boring? Like, cause Mm -hmm. I don't want to go out and get drunk with random strangers anymore. Like I kind of had to just like find my new identity almost,
1: Mm, you know? And I think
2: it really came down to like, I think the intervention episode really helped with that because I realized that people were more drawn to the friendships I had and the dating relationships that I had. You Mm. know, like what people loved about that episode was like, I think Morgan was just a character, but it was more about like the fact that my girls were there for me. And not only was, I felt like not only was I the person that needed to hear it, a lot of women need to hear that because they don't always have, not a lot of people have friends like that, Mm -hmm. you know? And that's what was important. Yeah. So I felt like, that you know I finally came to that point I was like oh okay it's not just me being a hoe I can't just talk about being a hoe all the time and I still still can because you know what a girl likes sex and that's fine yeah I just don't want to fuck everyone you know now it's like be a host for your man yes
3: (laughs) yeah
2: um and we got to that point (laughs) we still have so we're not done with this story you guys we're not done Uh, (laughs) no I mean you already know but yeah
3: uh, (laughs) <laughs> Yo, I I get the
2: inside scoop. Okay. Yeah, like day by day inside scoop. But um, <laughs> so, okay, so I'm I'm taking that moment. We're back together. Um, and at first, you know, at first it wasn't like, oh, we're back together. Be my man. Be my girl. It was just kind of like we were good. Like we just got over it. We realized that like we forgave each other. Yeah. You know. And we weren't mad at each other anymore. So we just wanted to. We didn't put a label on it, but we just obviously continue to stay in contact because we are in a long distance relationship too. Um, so we just discontinued just our relationship and it just kept growing and growing. And I don't want to disclose everything about his personal life, but he is going through a lot right now. And I think because of that also was another reason why I wanted to kind of stay quiet about our relationship because he's also a really private person. So I really wanted to respect that.
0: Nice. And
2: um, so he's going through a lot. And because of that, we've really gotten closer and realized even more how much we love each other and how, and we even thought about like getting married, having kids. Oh, wow. And together.
1: Life yeah. partners.
2: Yes. Yeah, like we really like, saw everything together, you know, mm-hmm. and I was ready for it. And honestly, for the first time I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't give a fuck about any other motherfucker. Like,
1: mm-hmm. you know, and,
2: and here's the thing, the ex that hit me up to like talk and catch up, he like, he actually reached out again
1: mm-hmm.
2: and I didn't respond. I ghosted him and I actually unfollowed him. Cause I was like, I am not, because I felt like it was, like, God testing me again, be like, are you actually ready, or do you actually want to go and do this?
3: And, and I, he will test you, yeah. okay?
2: And I felt like that that's what was happening, you know? And I, it was, it was, it was, like, it was easy. It was, for, it was easy for me to be like, I don't want to respond to that. Mm. I don't want
3: to. Once you finally get, oh, that's how you know. I've been in that situation where I've been tested, and right. people have come back. And you're like, oh, they oh, they come back because I got the juice. No, baby, they come no. back because it's a test. Right, they're coming back because they because God's trying to see if you are really ready to move to the next point that you're saying that you want. Right, now, if you want it, you gonna you gonna be like, uh, uh-uh. uh. Now, if you entertain it, she wasn't ready. Exactly. I've been through many tests.
2: <laughs> I've been through a lot, and I, you know what, I failed a lot. Same. Still <laughs> I failing. failed a lot. But I felt good because I felt like it was not only just passing this test. It was like a lot of tests that I've just, just overcame mm. in the course of my 20s, you know, <laughs> because it's like me a year ago, me two years, like I would 100% I would have been like met up and maybe not even said anything. I don't know. You know, yeah. but was, like for me, it was like, you know what? No, I, like this is, not, this is not worth it, like mm-hmm. at all. So I unfollowed him, never responded. And it's on Instagram. So you can see that I read it. Um, So he's left on red.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: Yeah. And and I have no regrets about that. And we really just gone closer. um, And then it just hit a point actually where you, you know, the thing that he's going through got even more intense, you know, and that really, and also just being in the quarantine and being in like a long distance relationship is like, am I gonna cry oh my god it, it's just like <laughs> it's hard you know um okay give me a minute let me just drink this pee. <laughs>
1: yeah go ahead girl take a um, sip
2: I I cry like so like I hate when I tell a story and I cry it's just uh like, let me get honestly
3: it. I commend you for crying because I don't cry enough so I cry so that. much
2: and that's the thing I've been crying every night <laughs> I know but it's like I'm okay I do it because like it's just, it, it's a natural thing for me. So I just yeah. love myself. I just don't like when I'm like telling the story and I, <laughs>
3: like, I don't know. Like, I think you know? that that shows, especially because you're, you're on, you're putting yourself on a main stage. It shows that you're like human, right? That You're not telling. Cause if, if emotion didn't come through the story, maybe, people probably wouldn't believe it. Now no, no. Uh, these is real tears. They're not manufactured. Okay. <laughs> you don't even want to be shedding them right now. Yeah, I know. I'm like, come on, let's get through the story. Yeah. Um,
2: and I think, you know, what he's going through on top of the quarantine is like, like it, it it definitely has put like a lot of like questions of like, if this is something that could really last,
1: mm-hmm. you know?
2: And like, because I was also begging him for a little bit more in a sense of like, you know, like I remember we got in a fight about something and he was like, you know what, like. I just think that like, if you're not going to get over it now, it's just not going to work. And mm-hmm. I was like, I was pissed that he was going to like, that he just, because of an argument, he was just like, it's done. I was like, why the fuck are you going to do that? Like you keep trying Yeah. You know? like, for a relationship, like you put in the work because it's worth it. Like clearly I'm willing to put in my heart and soul to make this work. And I haven't seen this motherfucker since fucking November. Okay.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> and it's like five months uh
3: that's crazy I haven't
2: seen him and you know like I'm like I'm putting in everything that I can and like it sucks because I feel like for for him it's not worth it and what it really came down to is because everything that he's going through at the moment like he's unable to like put in the energy <laughs> you know towards it so to him it's like like instead of just keep going and letting shit blow up in flames,
1: mm.
2: just ending it now, you know,
3: putting it on pause.
2: I, but I, I don't want to even say put it on pause because putting on pause means it's like it will make me feel like I have to wait, mm. you know? and like I don't I don't want to wait. Um, mm. And at first I was like, okay, I'll just wait, I'll just wait. But in reality, it's like we don't know what his situation.
3: You know, well, there's we'll, no time. There's, there's no, no time. time. Yeah, there's no time frame. So no. that makes sense.
2: Yeah, and so it'd be different if like, and it's also like this quarantine. We don't, we don't fucking know <laughs>
3: when this is gonna be over.
2: Man. And, yeah, and so, um, like I mean, we still like we're still a good terms. I I still tell him like I love him and stuff. But it was just like I had to like you know that like. Saying it's like if you love something, let it go. Yeah, comes back, then that's how you know. Marcus, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> circles. <laughs>
3: circles. <laughs> Hilarious.
2: <laughs> like, that's exactly how it is. It's just kind of like, okay, I really love this, but I'm I'm gonna let him just do what he needs to do. Mm-hmm. What he is doing is like a really great thing right now. It's just really hard and really unfortunate, you know. Mm-hmm. So. I just have to support him and let him do that because I also don't want to be the person that adds pressure. Because, and you know, and I have to think for myself too, not just think for others, which I tend to do, but think for myself is like, Steph, like, you also, like, shit, to be honest, like, I'm fucking 29 years old, okay?
3: I'm turning 30.
1: since you're 29 That's, I'm 29
3: ew OMG when did that happen
2: in January <laughs> you are not trying my birthday no you didn't go to- <laughs> it's okay it's okay <laughs> but like I don't even I, I didn't know 29 January. I didn't know 29, I thought 28, oh my gosh. Girl, I'm 29.
1: This you And I've been here.
2: wasting my goddamn time all of no. my 20s. No, no.
1: no. Man, okay,
2: I don't mean that in a bad way, because I'm glad I, I lived through everything that I
3: lived. Yeah, that's but not What my... I'm just
2: saying is now, and Morgan is not a waste of time, you waiting would not be a waste of time, but it, it hurts when like, I text him and I don't hear anything back in like two days. Yeah. You know, like that does something to me. Yeah. And so, you know, like, I am being selfless in a sense of just giving him space and being there whenever he needs me. But I also have to think for myself. Mm -hmm. And like, I, you know, like, and I'm not necessarily ready to get married like next year (laughs) because I I can wait on marriage, but I'm ready for something like fucking real you know and this was real but I, I need something I need security I need stability I need growth I need a future like I'm not I'm not here like I look back to me like fucking with Charles and fucking with Davion and I'm like why the fuck like, I wouldn't like granted I need to go through it but now I I wouldn't I don't want to go through shit like that
3: yeah you,
2: you want know? something
3: that's like you it you want something that feels like it can, t- and it can last and that's equal, you know? Right. And right now I think that this is such a beautiful thing because the fact that both of you guys are able to come to an agreement, like, Hey, I can't give you and kudos to Morgan because for him to be able to tell you, like, I can't give you what you need right now so we might have to let this go right because of my situation because a lot of guys girl all through the 20s you know dudes dudes knew that they couldn't give you what you wanted but they would string you along yes so like this is a beautiful situation because you have someone who loves you enough to let you go and to not tell you even even him knowing that there's no time limit on it to not tell you to wait for him but to tell you like you know, if we let it go, if things come back, you know, if things can, can be fixed or if things can come to a place where then I can give you the attention that you need, right? you know, then, then we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. I think that that's, that's such a healthy thing. And, and like I said, kudos to, kudos to Morgan, because there's not too many men that are, how old is he? 27. Hell no, there ain't too many men his age that's no. gonna say that that's gonna let you go, and because guys, why, yeah, guys love this sick thing of keeping people attached, and the insecure. fact that a lot of that's them are love
2: insecure.
3: that's yeah. love right there, that's love, and I'm I'm glad that you've gotten to experience that. Uh, yeah, I know. i really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really glad you got to experience that because it's that's that's different, you know.
2: I'm glad I got to experience it too because I feel like it changed my life. Oh my god, Jesus Christ. I'm getting this podcast. Um I feel like it did change my life. Um let me let me get some <laughs> <of> cigarette. Um, <laughs> hold on. Okay. I feel like it changed my life because Prior to him, I felt like I felt like I was dating robotically. Mm. Um. I got to a point where I dehumanized men. Mm. Like I just felt like, oh, they don't have feelings, or they don't, you know, there's no, I don't know, you know what I mean? Like they're like assholes. You know, and, like, I just, I, I forgot what it felt like to have a connection. Mm-hmm. And I felt like, God, <laughs> I felt like being with him um, really, like, reminded me what it
3: means to, like, feel loved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mind you, I want you guys to know The the biggest, most important Thing about this relationship They have not had sex No, yeah, we have not had sex That is so important to this Story, because literally there are people who get wrapped up like I've had I've had less filled relationships yeah. that literally were built on so this is something different especially coming from your hoe face coming from being celibate and coming from different different things that you tried to do like a different you, you tried to switch up the course so many different times I did yeah and this was so unconventional this was so like who would have thought that I'd fall in love with this guy that I met in front That's of the bird's <laughs> At the clerk the
0: curb. dog like
3: <laughs> who would have thought and then also to to be like you guys didn't even to have such a strong connection and no sex was involved I mean y'all did, yeah. y'all did a little some sum, but like,
2: here, like before he moved like he was like we were pretty much together and like sleeping together like in the same bed like he was over for like a month straight like yeah, like every single day you know and and like sleep you know sleeping in the same bed together and nothing like it was just like
1: because there was actual
3: yeah there was actual like love there so that i think that this situation just makes me so happy because it's like i me i me personally i know that there's love like that out there and to have and to witness it i always tell savannah this that um like I remember telling her, like, girl, there are dudes that will give you the world. Like, don't let yes. don't let these fuckboys tell you different. Like, do not. And legit, I kid you not, she met someone who is now her best friend, and they're not together. But what I was preaching to her, God showed it to her in human form, and like he is, he's an amazing person. I know him very well. He's a good friend of mine, and like, there are people who you literally don't have to. Number one, since young kids are listening to your show, you do not have to give away your body for somebody to love you. You don't. People, they need to be in love with your heart, your personality, who you are. If you want to have sex with somebody, that's cool. But you really don't have to. You're the perfect example of you don't have to do what society deems correct for you to fall in love with someone.
2: Right, exactly. And it's crazy because I felt like Morgan was, like the perfect person at the perfect time to fall in love with, because, to be honest, like he even admits it himself. Like, you meet him, you see him, you think like this motherfucker is a fuckboy Like he's mm-hmm. gonna, he, you know, he's gonna hurt Steph What the fuck you doing, you know?
3: Girl, um, I knew it. He's a rapper. Like, no, like he raps. He's, t- you know, I was like me? this like, ain't gonna be shit. <laughs> to be honest, I met him at the
0: club. Like, yeah.
3: You know?
2: <laughs> just and you know um but he's actually like I mean, he, and it's also like he has so many things that are so similar to a lot of guys that I've dated in the, ba- in the past that were fuck boys
1: mm-hmm. you
2: know and then but being with him it was like I got to see beyond the surface level like I've learned to like get to know someone beyond that you mm-hmm. know and not just like the whole Rapper facade, you know, like straight face, no smiling and photos type shit. Yeah, like, no, this motherfucker is smiley as hell. <laughs> like, <laughs> he stays smiling. He has like the biggest smile, you know. Yeah, and it's like he has a beautiful, big ass smile. That he's like, I hate it. I'm like, no, it's cute because it's just it's like so sweet and childish like childlike, you. you know. It, it, but it's true, and I'm just like because it's not like I like see beyond what you know is is portrayed of him and it reminded me of just like even in the past and I've dealt with you know the fuck boys in the past it's like they're also human you know and granted Mm -hmm. I wasn't meant to be with them at all but like it helped me again like going back to how I dehumanized men and help me humanize them again you know like fuck boys are people too Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I'm not giving them any excuse don't get me wrong but it, it's just something to keep in mind
3: you know and there are fuckboys who will not be a fuckboy for that one girl
2: exactly because you know what, you are that girl. stories and he was a fuckboy. Yeah. <laughs> and there's, there's like there's moments where i'm like don't tell me that i don't i don't i don't want to know that you know and then there are stories about me too that he was just like what why would you why would you let him treat you like that you know <laughs> but it's just like but because we got to know each other beyond what people see, you mm-hmm. know, and and that's who we fell in love with. And um woo! So, you know, if it, it's amazing. <laughs> and um hopefully I mean, we're not so technically I am single. Um and we're not together. I and at first I was like I'll wait for him, but I think at right now I'm I'm trying to just get at peace with the fact that like we can't be together, whether Mm -hmm. it's right now or forever. Like I have to be at peace with the fact that like he, we're not together, you know? Yeah. And if we are meant to be together, we'll, we'll be back together, you know? But, and I feel like the old me would have like (laughs) rebounded and been like, well, fuck that. I'm gonna find someone else, you know, get me some attention. Let me start dating again. Mm -hmm. Um, and eventually I do want to date again. I'm just not ready. I think I want to get to a point because here's the thing: I'm not going to do a rebound because again, that's going back to the old cycle of just going through shit that doesn't matter with people that don't fucking matter. Child, let
1: me I try tell to waste you. my time. Ta- I'm not
2: wasting my like. I- I've I've done all that I've done, and now I'm ready you. to don't like do it. No,
3: because I um, I have I had myself have backslid, as I like to call it. We've all come. Done it. Do this whole growth thing, and then you go back and you realize it wasn't worth it, and then now you have to go through the process yes. so if <laughs> you are currently n- noticing that like you might be going like feeling like you want to go back to your old self, you became your new self for a reason. Don't go back no, don't, back there's there not, there's
2: nothing there's nothing in me to even want to, um, yeah at all i right now i don't i I have no interest <laughs> in dating right now. dating um,
3: is not cute right now,
2: no. It's not. I'm sorry. It's mm-mm.
3: I oh, mean, for a perfect so-
2: time to just not date, you know what Yeah, I mean? like, you, like you don't have okay. to. Right, like I have so many other things that I can do. I have so many other things that I can do. And yeah. it's not, it's not. And, you know, and honestly, because, because I am really trying to find the right person right now, I want to get to a place where I'm at peace with me and Morgan, you mm-hmm. know? And because it'd only be fair for the next dude that I date. Yeah. If I do date somebody else. Cause if
3: you're not at peace with him, you're going to go searching for him and other men.
2: Right. And I don't want that. Like I want to be able to, to find the right person for me and have an open mind mm-hmm. and to have a clear mind, you know? And I just, yeah, I, I just think right now I'm definitely just going to take a lot of time for myself. And I mean, I have no choice either way. <laughs> we all don't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, Eventually, I will date again when it's ready, um, whenever that is. Mm -hmm. And I feel like feel like this episode is like closing an era, but now being like
3: to be continued. Yeah, because we don't know. I mean, content's changing for you.
2: Yeah, and yeah, like I might have the single girl content again, but it's not going to be the same way. Like Mm -hmm. I feel like before when I dated, it was like yeah someone to get drunk with someone to have sex with someone to have fun with maybe just figure it out like ha, 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 mm-hmm. ha. now it's like yo i mean motherfucking business all right and let
3: me tell y'all <laughs> that
2: kind of dating is a it's it's hard it is hard because you know what like i'm not gonna find the right one right away. i'm gonna i'm gonna go through a lot more tests to be like okay are you actually ready what or can, you, can you handle these fuck boys And, you know,
3: from from my experience, because that's what I'm doing currently, is, because I know that I want a relationship, so I, you're, you'll start putting guys to the test in the beginning, and at first it'll hurt, because you'll be like, damn, they didn't didn't really fuck with me like that, but then you'll be happy that you didn't then is when i would say it's wasting time i think when you get into a situation with someone that you just charge that l to the game and then that just levels you up you go into new experiences with with experience versus from scratch but like there's been so many times where like for me i know my standards you know and where i fuck up and this is this goes back to the beginning of the episode of you not looking at how you played a part in the situation. When I where I fucked up is not holding that holding that person to my standard, or even right. letting them in on my standard. So then, because you can you can like be like, okay, you know, I, I'm not gonna make him. I'm not gonna make him. For me, I'm a. You better take me up. If you think you're gonna fuck me, you need to at least feed me. <laughs> right. You know, like right. you need what you need one or the other. Um. I mean, well, no, you need to do that before. That's a prerequisite. Now, right. if I don't make someone do that it won't affect them now but down the line i'm gonna feel away because then they're gonna get stuck into this routine of thinking that i'm just some chill girl and i'm not and then i i can't be mad at him because i didn't set the standard right now you know like now you are gonna you're gonna be setting the standard more so like i want a relationship where is this gonna go and if you don't and if you don't have those conversations then you kind of have to bow out gracefully because you didn't have that with him in the beginning Right, and you can't really be mad at him now. He don't he. You could and you could learn it if he a fuck maker from the first date. Right,
2: mm-hmm. and it, it goes back to your self worth too, because I'm looking at myself as like, okay, now I, I'm I, I'm worthy of a relationship. I know how much value I can bring to someone's life. I know how valuable I am, and um, and it's like. I'm not going to just be looking at, like, the surface-level shit. Like, oh, is he a musician? <laughs> like, does mm-hmm. he dress nice? Like, obviously, I have to be attracted to him. Yeah. You know? But I'm, I'm going to try to think of, like, do you got anger issues? The shit gets You listen.
3: Deep. You know? I mean, are you, are things- you insecure? You know, like, For like, me, I just realized because I had a quarantine, do you eat vegetables? What is your water intake like? <laughs> right, right.
1: Like, Those shits you are yourself. important.
3: Right. Like if you over here talking about You a eat- a towel
2: after you shower. <laughs> you know, like, and that doesn't really matter, but at the same time, it's just kind of like it's a little, the little thing, things. A little things that add up to like, does he care? You know? Yeah. Because it's like, I want to build a home with someone. I want to build a life with someone and I want to feel like You are on that same page. You care about your day-to-day life, like putting Mm your towel away, or, you know, just stuff like that. Like, I'm not perfect. I feel messy, you know. Um, (laughs) We're all trying to get it together. I'm not looking for a perfect person, but, like, do you
3: listen? Do you? What is your relationship like with your parents? Because that is a dear reflection to how you are going to date me. Like, (laughs) you know, like asking those, I wouldn't even call them uncomfortable questions because the necessary questions that, that you're not used to asking because... Those are, if you're, especially at, at the age you are now, you're looking for someone who, who right. this could be something bigger with. So if you're, at the the end, tail of your 20s, you're asking questions like, okay, I'm trying to build a life here. Right. so I'm not
2: here just to like... We're not trying to play, yeah.
3: yeah. And the requirements to be in bed with me is different. Right. You cannot just be fine and, and sling good dick, honey. You gonna have to bring something more. Okay,
2: like, are like are you even smart? Like, you know what I mean? That, like, can you, hold, can a you hold a conversation? How would you be like, if I bring it to my family, would you be a gentleman? Yes. You know, like, w- yeah. La- yeah how, like, how would you all be of- like, as a father, like, are you into hitting your kids? Are you not into hitting your kids? <laughs> like, stuff like that. Like, you got no, that's I'm at that age where I got to think about that. Like, how do you want to raise your kids? Because eventually the person I want to be with is, we go have kids together, so how yeah. do you to raise your kids? Because I wanna yeah. raise my kids a certain way. Yeah. You know? So it's Don't, like conversations like that that like matter so much more to me now than being like, Oh, like you're a musician. Like how cute can I hear? Yeah, it's beyond
3: the career. It's beyond the, what do you do yeah. for fun? It's, right. be- it's beyond the service level questions. Yeah, yeah. like, we'll le- I'll learn that by being with you, but, like, the stuff that matters, like, I think that the how you raise your kids is so good. I had a, um, a guy that I was talking to once, and he was Muslim. Was uh-huh. he Muslim? Muslim, and I'm Christian.
1: Right. And so
3: I asked him, like, okay, because he was talking about he wants to marry me, so I'm like, okay, if we have kids, like, what does that look like? Because at that time, right. I was I was, I mean, I'm still, me and the Lord are everything, but I was still, right. like, hardcore Christian, and he right. was, like, I mean, I would leave it up to the kids, um, you know, and it's not now how you want to do it, no, no, I want them right. to be, I want them to be raised the way, I want them to be raised the way that I, I'm raised, we pray at night, and we pray, you know, like, the right. way that I do things is how I want my kids to be raised, and
2: and there's no right or wrong answer. It's just people have their own expectations. But, like, asking they, that question was right?
3: important because that exactly. shows if that man is open-minded or not. Now, right. he's hella open-minded because most Muslims are like, nah, my kid's going to be Muslim. Baby, I don't practice that. So what, do I, right. what would we look like for our kids to be practicing that?
2: Exactly. It's those types of conversations or even, like, the conversation of, like, well, how were you raised? Yeah. You know? Like, like, literally. How are you, what, you, were you raised- how, what was your relationship with your like? How relate? Not even just a relationship with your parents. How are your parents' relationships? Mm-hmm. You know, like just really dissecting like where they came from and who they are and how they're raised and how they want to raise their kids and what they see themselves doing and like. I think and not even different- just by words and not even just by words, but seeing the action. Like, is there everyday life? actually something that's going to move towards something that they want
1: you know like, oh you gotta look at those
2: things because mm-hmm. like yeah maybe i might meet someone that's like i want to own a business like but he's not okay, doing shit. You, like yeah right? what are like, you are doing you actually, towards
1: that
2: right like that's what you don't have to be there right now but like are you actually doing things every single day to get to that point exactly like, it's just those things to see you know how a man moves and if that works for my life and like I I want I see myself and like you know um and ins- I, I like I have already like visualized what I want for my life so I just have to find someone to match
3: that and, granted- and that's important too for women out there like you really getting clarity on what it is you want in your life because right. if you're going at it haphazardly you're going to be you're going to be swayed any which way and that's not good like you have to know what you like what you don't like like you have to have your non-negotiables you have to have all that stuff because if you don't you're just going to end up you are going to end up hurting you and then you can't fault that other person because you never knew what you wanted or said what you wanted right so you you have to know those things and quite
2: honestly the reason why i know all those things is because i made a thousand mistakes Mm -hmm. so just realizing that like you may not have it all together and understand. And like, I think if you're being real with yourself, like, I don't know what the fuck I want. And maybe, you know what? You need to go through that whole phase. Because you I need do. You need to go through that whole phase. I what? Need to, like, whole phases like, are so
3: important. We've important. talked about this before. Yeah. We've gotten a whole ass episode. Yeah. <laughs> but like, but you
2: know, and like, I'm not saying that everyone has to go through that. I, I, I think a lot of people should, but maybe there's some people who don't need to go through that. They need to go through something else. You yeah. Know what I mean, in order to learn something like to each their own, um, just be open to just like falling on your fucking face and yeah. crying. And I think if and, you are currently you know,
3: going, if you're listening and you're going through a whole phase right now, don't let anyone shame you. Right. Because if you're going through it, it's for good reason. I am so right. glad we're both glad that we went through ours.
2: You'll get to a point where
3: like I am tired
2: yeah like where this just don't this don't even feel right no more right, like
3: like it's not worth it it's, it's not, not it's beyond it. the sex now and and going those are the those are the those are like the that's the roi of your whole phase Getting right. to the point where you're like oh damn like i don't actually like this right actually exactly. i actually do want him to stay yeah <laughs> and, <laughs> and not just don't him and, leave. Like, you
2: know what like don't ever ever and that's the thing is like i felt always like embarrassed just like say like I like you, you know, and like making it seem like, I remember know, like, that. I remember oh, you being like,
3: so you used to feel like, so like, like I, well, had to, just... I had to be like, no, I'm a hoe,"
2: And I feel yeah. like a lot, a lot of my huge, like when I'd be like, oh, I'm a hoe, I'm a hoe," was the fact that because again, defense mechanism to be like, I'm not, I'm not crazy. I don't need a, I don't need an attachment, but it's like, baby girl,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you a sensitive ass bitch. Yeah. And that's fine. You know, and and again, I had to go through that in order to accept it
3: and be like, okay, I, you,
2: I feel like you get to a point where you're like, I don't feel like lying to myself anymore. This is you know or you get
3: to a point where you're like okay my patterns aren't actually making any sense right (laughs) um maybe it's time for me to be if I don't be real with anyone else I'm gonna be real with myself like exactly
2: and it's like and it happens in so many parts of your life too I remember at one point I thought maybe I was like a stoner I was like maybe I could just smoke weed all the time because all my friends liked it you know so I was like I'll just keep smoking weed and I would get high and high as fuck taking bong rips and I'm just fucked up and I'm like one day I was like I actually don't like this because every single time I'm just miserable, you know? Mm-hmm. I do like my edibles here and there, but overall, like, I'm not into being a
3: stoner, you I'm know? the same way. I went through the whole trying to be a stoner phase and then I was just like, bitch, you're just getting fat, so stop. <laughs> you're I, like, I was supposed to get the munchies and fucking eat myself into oblivion. No. Right. <laughs> no. for me,
2: I just, obviously, yeah, I would eat fucking everything, but I was just like, I don't like the way this makes me feel, you know. So it's like with every aspect in our lives—dating,
1: drugs, or
2: <laughs> friendships, whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. You get to a point you're like, hey, "Not for me, not for yeah. me." Yeah, and that's okay. That's just growing pains.
3: Exactly. You know?
2: And I still got some more, so we'll figure out what. Ex- I feel like I know more of what I want and what I don't want, but mm-hmm. there's still so much more that I feel like I could learn if I like or not, what works for me or what doesn't, you know? Because mm-hmm. maybe I haven't gone through it yet.
3: I think, that's right. the, I think that's the beauty of, like, if you listen to the show from when it first started to now, like, you've literally, like, that's, and that's what your 20s are about, figuring yes. yourself out, and I feel like you've definitely figured yourself out, you're coming into this person who's, like, right. someone you're actually proud of, because I remember you used to be, like, why am I so emotional, and why am I this, and why am I that, and now you're, like, I'm emotional. I'm going to fucking cry. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm going to be, I'm going to be in my feelings about it. And that's just what it is. And I think coming to terms with who you are as a person like me, right. I'm strong. And sometimes I don't like the fact that I'm strong. Sometimes I want to cry. And I used to be like, right. no, I'm a boss bitch. Cause I don't cry. No, you're a weak bitch. Cause you don't cry. And yes. that's, and and that's okay. Like, that's okay for me to like, be yes. overly strong but you know like learning who you are and like how i think that's what our 20s are all about and like exactly. just embracing it and stop allowing stop allowing like yourself to, stop allowing yourself to compare you to your friends or to to what they're going through because we're all yes you can get advice from your friends but we're all going through different things right we're all and also
2: be careful where you take advice from because i've had Ooh. friends in the past who would be like you should be doing this and i'm like in my head i'm like
3: I don't think I want to listen to you.
2: (laughs) You know what I mean? Oh, and trust that gut.
3: Trust your gut. Yeah. Trust your gut. If you don't want to listen to a certain person, it's for a good reason. Don't listen to them.
2: Right, right. If you don't really like the way that they're handling their life. That is the tea, honey. because here's the thing. It's like, yeah, therapy's too expensive, and I'm getting advice from all these people. But, you know, when you in your life take advice from someone, keep in mind who you're getting advice from. And you know, maybe it depends on what type of advice you ask them. They might, it might be valuable advice. But overall, just look at who you get advice from.
3: My rule guys. of thumb is always: you can listen to everyone, but only take only take with you what resonates. Right. If it doesn't resonate, and you'll know what you'll know what sticks with you. Whatever sticks with you is what was for you. Don't take it. Don't the whole enchilada ain't for you. Take right. that little. Take that little part. You know the little the crispy edge that was yours. Okay, go right. get that. I'm. <laughs> I'm a mess. I'm
0: hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Crispy egg.
3: <laughs>
2: I haven't eaten anything too except on Cheetos. <laughs> Shit, that was funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Well, let's see how long. Hopefully. Okay, so another thing, you guys. A lot of a lot of you guys have really been begging for, like, I think I talked about this earlier in the episode. I don't know. I'm kind of buzzed. But about having videos and episodes on YouTube, um, because this is my first time ever doing, like, a Zoom episode i'm praying to god (laughs) that everything that we did worked and we could put the video up on youtube if it's not on youtube just know that it didn't work (laughs) but go ahead and check that out brocal therapy on youtube to see if it does um but yeah anyways plug yourself bitch any last words before you go
3: um i think i love what i just said i'm gonna repeat it Take the advice that resonates with you. Not everything exactly. that you listen to is for you, but what's st- what sticks? That's that's for you. Exactly. That's, that's my final word.
2: And where can they lurk you and shit?
3: Y'all can lurk me. I'm sixella fierce on everything. 6 dot Um, at sixella fierce on Twitter, on Instagram, and Facebook. I don't really be on Facebook, but there you go. Um, yeah, <laughs> oh, y'all you can just plug your Facebook. <laughs> I did. Y'all can lurk me. Um, I'm on Facebook, I don't post shit there. I mean, I don't. I mean, sometimes you'll see my Instagram posts, but okay. um, you know, if you're into that kind of thing, you know. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's me, Sixella Fierce, S-I-X-E-L-A-A Fierce with the extra E at the end. Yes. And then
2: follow me, Stephanie Megan, or go to BrokeGirlTherapy.com. dot And please don't forget to subscribe and give me five stars. I probably should have said in the beginning, but it's fine. Please, please do it. Yeah,
3: give her a review. Since y'all like to be all up in the TikTok comments, go on to Apple. And give and her a say review. what you want to see. Exactly. Say say something right there where it really matters.
2: Yes. All right. I love you guys. Thank you so much. Bye. 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 Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Girl
3: Therapy. Broke girl 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 therapy.
0: Listen to Repin wherever you get your podcasts.